The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. I'm so happy that you're here with us this morning. As usual, we always like to start off chatting about some of the things that I'm going through in the second wind of my life. And I just experienced selling two houses. Unfortunately, they came at one time, which stress enough is selling one at a time. I had one garden home that was on, had been on the market here in Tyler, Texas for a year and a half. And it just seemed like it was never going to sell. Well, all of a sudden, the market changed, and people are really buying houses in Texas. So that's a good thing. But then there's also the stress of making the deal. It seems it never gets easier to make the deal. Um, Maybe it's my mental attitude toward selling the house. I wanted to go, but the dealing back and forth is very frustrating to me. One of the most important things you do is, of course, getting the realtor that's going to work on your behalf. And I did have that in Tyler. But I have to say, it does not negate the stress that you go through in offer, counteroffer, offer, counteroffer. So anyway, we're taught that's one of the things that I'm talking about today. Then also, all of a sudden, about a month ago, I put my house on the market that was in Santa Fe. Santa Fe, New Mexico is a beautiful, beautiful place. Very spiritual, great people from all over the world, a very unique um, little city. Uh, from In the winter, it goes from a very small, quiet town to in the summer with its music program, the outstanding opera it has, it almost triples in size. And so it's quite a different and unique town. But I put my house on the market about a month ago, which I'd had for seven years, and thinking, oh, I'll have all summer to enjoy it and say my goodbyes. But then it sold in a month. So all of a sudden, I found myself dealing with the sale of two houses. I found it very, very frustrating. And uh, again, I had great realtors. I had fabulous support from my real estate lady, Dee Hall, in Santa Fe. 
So anyway, I don't know if there really is a way we can ever get around some of that stress in life. Um, But selling property is really a major stressor. The market, in my opinion, is still a buyer's market. Yes, we are coming out of a recession on the house market, but um, it's still, to me, a very... um, uh, very much a, depending upon when you bought your house, how much you're selling it for today. It's not very many that come out with a win proposition as far as making money on selling houses. I just don't like the process. So anyway, I did want to share this with you because that's one of the things we go through as women when we make the transition from um, uh, the transition of being married or with a couple to a single is now we are thrown into an arena that we just don't feel the most comfortable in. So it's very important that you select a realtor that has got your back, that is there for you, who knows the industry, and is willing to step up and support you in whatever way you need to be supported. Um, And that is one of the challenges. Unless you are really real estate savvy, you have got to have good representation. So doing your homework before you sell a property is very important. Important in that you've got to select the right person. (laughs) So there you are. And so today I have a representative from the real estate industry working with us. Terry did represent. Terry and Denise did represent me in the sale of my property. And so uh, they are partners in their new company, which is called Miller Homes Group. I was, I have been um, traveling down this road of life with Terry and Denise for about a year and a half. We were introduced by a dear friend who uh, thought maybe I should be on the radio. And so Terry and I have a great story of how we introduced Joyce to the radio. Almost a year and a half. Wow. Can't believe it's been that long. Terry, are you out there? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. How are you this morning? (laughs) I'm good. I remember that day very, very well. You just came by to be introduced to me. Uh, yes. It was my first radio remote at a downtown coffee shop, uh-huh. and you were sitting at the table with Debbie Arredondo, who was my agent and your agent. Yeah. And, uh, bless her heart, she's no longer with us. But uh-huh. uh, Debbie uh, just introduced us, and I said, well, we got extra headphones and mics. Just put them on. And <laughs> your face turned about the you know, we could have measured copy paper whiteness next to you at that point, uh, but you didn't blink. You didn't um, blink. You got on, and you were a natural. Oh, and, I, I 
that day was probably one of the scariest days to me I've ever experienced. Well, you, but the you, way you did thing. it was beautiful because you just throw me in, threw me into the pit. <laughs> well, you know, if I told you I was going to throw you in the deep end of the pool in your nice clothes, would you even came to the swimming pool? I mean, no, come on. no. Yeah, no. so, I mean, it, what it boiled down to was put you on there. You had a natural ability to converse, but where, where, your, where your talent really lied was you got your point across really good uh-huh. and uh and then you came into the studio and was my guest and then there was a lot of mornings that i'd have somebody cancel and you lived around the corner and i'd go hey joyce on my way i mean you were <laughs> sitting there and then i said you know you ought to have your own show and so yeah. you had your own show and then the radio station went a different direction and you came to TogiNet. uh along with me and came to TogiNet, which is because you have an international audience. Well, mm-hmm. I'm working on some television programs right now, so I don't have time to do the daily radio show. Right. And But you uh, have an international audience. You have a flair for this. Every time I listen to your shows, the energy and the wisdom that you impart is, is amazing. And, and what you just said about the stress of real estate, uh, <laughs> on a, being a seller or a buyer, nothing goes smooth anymore. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I can remember calling you, and and I'd just I'd be sitting there and going, "Okay, Joyce, what do you want to do?" And you're like, "Well, I don't know, you know." And so, but you wouldn't yeah. be that aggressive. You just I, just tell me what you want to do, and I'll get your wishes handled. And you had you had a really uh, you had a really great relationship with your agent in New Mexico, and then my yep. wife, uh, yeah. the, uh, which was great. I, I I ended up kind of doing the nuts and bolts of it, and they ended up handling the you know, with you talking it through sometimes uh, on our end. And then you had a great agent in New Mexico. Some of the things you were telling me on that that she does was just totally amazing. And uh, so uh, here you're you're in a segment of the market that is still very much a buyer's market. Yes. Yes. Which kind of hurts on the settlement end. But in the long picture, you have to always look at the big picture, not the immediate picture. It is the right decision for me at this time. Certainly, I don't need three properties. And so it was the right decision for me to go forward and do this. So anyway... It's great, and I did do my homework, and I did get a realtor that was <laughs> supportive and helpful. Yeah, and well, and, and with us, I mean, we just kind of live and die with you. Uh, yeah. you know, we we knew at some point it was it was going to lose you a little money, and and we know, and you and I have identified, and Denise have identified the segment of the market that's profitable to invest in. Right, you weren't in that segment. Okay, no. <laughs> and so it was like, how do we mitigate the law? I mean, how do we keep this to as small amount as we can? And right. then Santa Fe is the hottest market in the United States right now. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's it's one of the, well, I don't say the hottest, excuse me, that's a wrong statement. It's in the top ten. Santa yeah. Fe is one of the top ten markets in the United States right now for second home purchases. Yeah. And so when it went on the market, uh, you, I understand, you're like, well, you know, I'll sell it in July or August, and that's fine. <laughs> and, you know, and it wasn't, you know, 28 days later or 30 days later, you're like, uh, I sold my house in Santa Fe. <laughs> and and the, one here, the, the one here had been previously listed. We got it, uh, marketed it, and it began to show, but we didn't get any offers. And so, you know, it was just one of those deals that just had to sit on until it finally took place. Right. And uh, right. But you, you've been amazing through the process. It's stressful. Uh, you've been very amazing. For single women doing real estate, uh, it is important to get someone 
for lack of a better word, that you can be brutally honest and talk with, okay? You and I never got upset with each other, okay? And right. we just, we were, you were brutally honest, and I was brutally honest back with you. Yeah. And, and, right. and, but that's what it, you have to have someone that has your best interest at heart. Uh, you and I made a decision on one of the on one of the offers that this is all you're all you're willing to do, you know. So, yeah. and yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break here, but I definitely want to come back and talk more about a single woman selling a house, mm-hmm. and also more about you because Terry, you've just got a most interesting past <laughs> that's enabled you to be who you are today and uh, such a great realtor and offer so much to your clients. So we will be back shortly. Don't go away. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on toginet.com. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories? The people behind their masks? The truth about people's failures and redemptions? in both their business and personal lives. Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. You are listening to Joyce, and we are talking about real estate. We are visiting with our friend Terry Miller, who is a realtor who has Miller Home Realty with his wife, Denise, here in Tyler, Texas. But as you can tell, he has a worldwide view. If you just listen to him about a few minutes, because, Terry, I want to go back and visit. When I would talk to you on the uh, local radio shows that we did, I was so amazed by all the jobs you had had. It was just 
fascinating. And the one that I'm kind of intrigued by, other than your many years with realty, real estate, was the one prior to that where you did vehicles from all over the world, special vehicles. Tell us something about that. Well, we did uh, van conversions, bulletproof vehicles, uh, all kinds of lifted trucks, designed and did all that. I, I really enjoyed that. I kind of grew up, my grandfather, you know, had garages and dealerships and things like that. So I grew up around cars and learned mm-hmm. how to paint at an early age. And so we grew up with that and we traveled the world and, and sold bulletproof ballistic vehicles to uh, areas where, you know, there were war-torn areas and things like that. So we had a company that did that. We built handicap cabs for New York. We built uh, most of the conversion vans you see on the road and uh, in the world. I had a part of designing a lot of those. And really? Then, yeah, yeah, and then lift, <laughs> lifted trucks, conversion suburbans, all that stuff, all the TVs and all those things. And that business began uh-huh. to that business began to dwindle and began to get, you know, you began to get companies that could do a better job of it than we could. And, and one of the things that happens, you could be the best company, but you could have a guy that pops up on a corner someplace and beat you on price. And so oh. the, manu- the manufacturers began to realize it was better for them to control that. I see. And, and so they began to control that, and I had to look for something else to do. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and I don't blame them because it was a way to control quality. Uh, you know, you're taking a, a $25,000 vehicle and adding supposedly $10,000 worth of TVs and leather and all kinds of stuff to it. Right. And then and then the company's out of business the next day, and the manufacturer has to deal with the complaints. Right, and so yeah. But, we, but, but our, my favorite division is we had a ballistic division that built bulletproof vehicles. And uh, we got to, they got to be delivered. We got to deliver them all over the world, and uh, I had to see a lot of the world because of that. And it was really wonderful. Oh, that's fabulous. But you had some pretty exciting adventures delivering those vehicles, right? Yeah, I've been uh, shot at and shot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, and, that's uh, not good. No, it's not good, but it's one of those deals. It's a young man's game, and as I got older, I said, no, no, thank you. <laughs> you know, so, But it all it all works out in the long run. So I think uh, we should have you a name like... Uh, uh, Bulletproof terrier. Uh-uh, no, I'm anything but. Trust me. But I grew up with a, I grew up with a father and uh, and a mother and uh, uh-huh. and my mother's here in Tyler with us now. Uh, uh-huh. But I grew up in a family that the worst dirty word, the dirtiest word you could say in the house uh-huh. was can't. Uh huh. Okay. My dad yeah. would say. My dad would say. You can say you won't do it, which means you own it. But yeah. if you say right. you can't do it, that means you're lazy and you're not willing to try it. <laughs> and uh, so you, you could you could just about get away with three boys. You could get away with saying a lot of four-letter words, but can't never be, never better be one of them. Right. And yeah. so we were raised to dad, uh, you know, dad's, uh, you know, he, uh, oh gosh, the famous artist that was a sculptor and a hunter and all this stuff that he committed suicide, lived in Florida and all that. That mm. dad, dad grew up, he wanted all of us boys to do as much as we could and have as many careers as we wanted. And uh, I've been been very blessed to have lived that. Uh, I've been very, very blessed to have two kids that went on to college and did everything they want. I have a daughter who's immensely successful and a son who's immensely successful. Uh Uh, So all they require of me is a phone call every now and then to say hi. Uh And then I have a... Now, did you use that same principle of you can't with them? Yes, ma'am. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Uh, all I expected out of uh, my children growing up was their very best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my daughter never made a B. Uh, 
she graduated from A&M in three years hmm. and uh, with double major and two honors in both majors and then went on to the U of H Law School and graduated in the top, I don't know, four or five of her class, I don't know exactly, and she's a lawyer in Houston. And Wonderful. My son speaks multiple languages and is a linguist for the U.S. Navy. Oh, fabulous. And all we told him was, is don't ever say can't. <laughs> own it, say won't. I won't do that. That means you have ownership. I don't yeah. want to do that. Uh, right. and, and we encouraged them to be the very best at, every, at anything they did. Both yeah. of them played golf at a very high level, played in state championships and things like right. that. Uh, whatever they decided to do, we simply wanted them to do their very best. And sometimes, I'll tell you, uh, for my son, sometimes like a you know, a B in English was the very best he could do. We would see him studying. We would see him doing everything. The grade would come across as a B. Uh, uh-huh. there, was, there was no consequence because we knew he worked for that. Right. And, uh, right. you know, we just wanted them to do their very best, give it 100%. Right. And, uh, and then, you know, they find their way. We encourage them. My son's very happy living in Hawaii, doing what he's doing now, but he is seeing three or four years from now he wants to get back to the mainland. He wants to do some other things. He's beginning to look at what he can do when he gets out of the military. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's still in what branch? He's in the Navy. Navy. Yeah. What a great experience, though. I, You know, I would love to be able to do languages, and I probably could struggle through maybe one, but I don't know if I could do multiple. How they click in and out of those different languages is amazing to me. He he has a propensity for them. I mean, he has that mindset for them. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I uh, I speak broken English and redneck. You know, and, and aside from that, I'm pretty much done. I can't, I have no basic knowledge of any of the languages, but to, as a parent, you're always proud, and I'm, I'm proud of both of them. Um, my daughter was on the partnership track and got off. Yeah. She said, that's not what I want to be. I want to be a really good lawyer. Uh. She does public works law and, mm-hmm. is, and is helping with the Baylor football stadium and, and all that stuff. And so when you look at all of these things, you look at them and go, uh, my dad said this and my grandfather said this. Some, the best mark you can leave on the world is to raise solid citizens. So when you look at these, you look at them, you look at both your kids, you go, they're solid. Just like right. you, when you look at yours, they're solid mm-hmm. citizens. And that's, and that's all you can expect. Right. Right. Well, you, you are obviously a very proud father and, um, uh, you know, we have Father's Day coming up, so I really did want you to talk about what that means to you. But before we get to that, I wanted you to talk to me. All right, you were in the vehicle industry for 30 years? Yes, How many ma'am. years? Yes, 30 and, years. Okay, and then you went into real estate. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you've been in that for a long time, too, Terry, and I know you are younger than I am. Yes, so. Ma'am. <laughs> That would make you 102. No, no, so. no. I, well, I, it was, I guess it was about 30 years, and then I crossed over and did a little bit of both at the same time. I started in the vehicle industry way back in my teens. Oh, okay. That helps. And okay. In my teens. And so, you know, I got started doing some of that. I started like everybody else, uh, you know, changing oil, putting screws in the walls, doing all that. Yes. And uh, I learned very quick that my talent was not that. <laughs> you know? so, there are people that can do it far better than I can, and I respect them. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, when it comes to uh, Father's Day, one of the, uh, one of the greatest uh, uh, memories that I have is, is kids. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, 
I, I don't I don't want anything for Father's Day. I just want to talk to my children that day, and uh, no. uh, and that's mm-hmm. all. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all they have. We, you know, we raise our kids to be independent thinkers and go out into the world and conquer the world on their terms. But when they do it, <laughs> we miss them, you know. Yeah, right. When yeah, you're, you're like, success. wait a minute, I raised them to do this. This is not much yeah. fun for me, you know. <laughs> I am so with you on that. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And, uh, My daughter but, is very, very much that way. She's an independent woman, and that's the way I raised her. Yeah, you know? and, and so you did a good job, you know, and so <laughs> consequently you have to chase them down. Every now. But I, I started early in my teens doing, uh, working on production lines and doing those type of things. And then uh, we had a bunch of companies running simultaneously. And then when I began to see that the, we call it the upfitter business, began to change, the model began to change a little bit. And it became right. really, really corporate. I went into, uh, and I, you could see it evaporating. And I, yeah. I, 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 I got into real estate quite, quite honestly, as my mother came to me in 2005 and said, "You need to be in real estate." Really? And I said, "And I said, I don't have time for that." Yeah. And uh, I've, I've got to wind this business down and find something else to do. She said, "You need to be in real estate," and I've already paid for your classes. Here you go. Oh, well, good. There you go, mother, a strong mother. Well, and so I took the classes just to pacify her. Yes. And, uh, because, you know, mom pays for it, you usually do it, okay? And right. so yeah. I went ahead and did it, passed my exam, and thought I'd dabble in it. Well, in 2006, I was Rookie of the Year for the entire Houston, South Texas branch for the largest franchise in the world. Wow. And, and then I worked my way into the largest listing team, all of this. We did all of these things. And then I moved Were you up. still part-time or did you go full-time? Went full-time in 2007. Okay. And then in in 2007, went full-time and then worked my way uh, into running an office in East Texas, and we became the largest. We were number one in East Texas for four years, and I looked up one day, and I was back in the corporate whirlwind. Right. Mm -hmm. Didn't want it. Didn't didn't want it. I'm 53, fixed to be 54. I, I I do a lot of things at once. You know, my ADD. I have three or four things going at once, all, yes. all the time. And so that's why I have a lot of careers. Because I mean, literally, when we were doing bulletproof vehicles, we had van conversions, lifted truck, taxi cab. We had all kinds of companies. So I could just go from one to the other and yes. kept me occupied. Yeah. And what what has happened? Uh, is I looked up one day, and and the reason that I was doing real estate, I was no longer. Do it, have that reason. It was corporate. Right. Every, I was reporting. I couldn't get out with the agents. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. I looked over at my wife, and she said, we need to open our own office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I talked to you about this, and I talked to you yeah. about this, and I talked to the Better Business Bureau, and they said, well, you know, it's about people anyway. So right. we opened we opened our own office, and we struggled with a partner that had to be had to be gotten rid of, so we got rid of that. And so now we, it's 100% owned by the Millers, and we just, uh, we're about community, we're about doing things. Uh, is it going to, are you going to get rich? No. Yeah. No, you're not. Uh, financially. <laughs> well, we're going to come back, Terry. We have a break, a short break here, but I want to know about the possibilities for a woman that's going through midlife change of the real estate business. Yes, How ma'am. promising that would be for her as a career. Yes, ma'am. So we are going to take a short break. As you know, Discover uh, Second Wind is always thinking of new ways that we can enrich a woman's life, and primarily during her transition time, which we seem to always be in. So welcome back. Come back. We'll be here with more information with Terry Miller 
We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Hey, kids. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. You are listening to Second Wind and my special guest, Terry Miller, who is in real estate business with his wife, Denise, and their company name is Miller Home Realty. I just finished working with the Mil- the Millers <laughs> on selling my garden home in Tyler, Texas, which is part of the reason we select good people to help us go through a very stressful um, time when you are selling a home or buying a home, of course. But I always think selling is most stressful for me. Um, Terry. Yes, ma'am. I have a lot of women going through transition, a lot of listeners that are going through transition. And many times women that I work with, with joy of divorce in my coaching practice, they are finding it necessary to find a new career. Now, in some situations, it is not feasible for my ladies to go back into careers that they had 20 years ago. Um, They are needing to find something that is ageless, we might say. So it's very hard for a woman in her 60s to go back into the office when she's not particularly techie, um, knowledgeable. 
So what is the possibilities in the promise of the real estate business for a career for a woman? Well, actually, I'll, I'll, to, I'd like to address that, and, I, and I'd like to – the thing I want to talk to, to say is for anybody, it's a great field, but especially for ladies, uh, it is – my opinion, and I have a daughter – Okay, and mm-hmm. you have a daughter. Mm-hmm. I I think that a lady, a woman, whatever, however you, whatever you want to use as descriptive, mm-hmm. uh, always needs to be have a self worth tied to themselves. And so many of our generation, Joyce, um, served the husband, got him through college, and then later on in life, in their sixties or whatever, they look up and they're left alone with no. They think no skills. Okay. Right. Yes. They have enormous skills, but they just don't have the confidence to bring them forward, and that's where you come in. Yes. Um, real estate is about networking. It's about taking care of, okay, we happen to have a company that networks and socializes that we happen to specialize in real estate. Mm-hmm. Okay, people mm-hmm. people do you, – you did business with me and Denise because of us. Right. All right. You, everybody, uh, we did maybe a little different than your last realtor, but the mm-hmm. thing that we did do is keep you informed and stay after it. Okay. Mm. Yes. And that's it. So it will take them, it takes about $2,000 to get set up, and it takes about one home a year to pay your expenses. That's all you have okay. to sell. Right. The average commission is about $4,000. So if you look at that, a lady who's starting over, simply one sale a month results in about $48,000 a year in income. Hmm. Is that, does that, is that a pretty general or does it depend on the company that you're working with? It depends on you. Okay. It it is an individual business. Um, we, I worked for a national franchise that just kept repackaging the, the training and sending out, sending out, sending out. But you have mm-hmm. to have a systematic approach to lead generation and contact and socializing and going out and doing things. Uh, you and I were together yesterday, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. That was very rewarding for me. But I will tell you from one standpoint, for my business, it was even more rewarding. Yes. Okay. Right. You have to do those kind of things. You have to be comfortable. It is about confidence and it is about that. Now, I, I, I have single women that get in the business every day. And yes. when they when they come to me, uh I, I don't I, I, I don't I don't want to say it this way, but the, I will tell you the one thing I, I am going to, the one thing that they lack more than anything is confidence. Yes. I would okay. I would yeah. It's confidence. They have the ability. They know people. Well, I just don't really know anybody that might be interested in the house. Mm-hmm. And you, you you look at them and you go, so everybody you know is living under a bridge? <laughs> you, you know, And they're going, well, no. Well, they're either interested in the house, living in the house. At some point, very few people in that today live in one house their whole life. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is you encourage them to get 200 names that they can email, that they can contact, and you teach them to farm those. What neighborhood are you familiar with? And all that. It's a better career than jumping back in the workforce. Uh, you can control your hours and be with your kids, your grandkids, things like that. You have more freedom. It will take six months. It's a business, so you have to treat it like a business. It will take six months, but you have to be learning based. You have to get all of the knowledge you can get and continue yeah. to go, and you have to network. You have to go, uh, you know, you've got to go to the BBB luncheons. You've got to go to the chamber after hours. You've got to go to, you know, little things that don't cost much. You've got to go do those and network and let people know that you're a player 
when they need you. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. If I would have never done real estate business with you, Joyce and I would have been friends. We're still friends. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yes. We were friends before real estate ever entered into it. Okay. But Terry, what you've said is just basic business. It's basic business, but it's amazing to me. You take a lady that's been married 20 years. Yes. Okay. She's got one kid in college and a kid fixing to graduate high school. That's pretty mm-hmm. much standard right now. Okay. Yes. All right. She comes in. Her identity has been Mrs. Jones. Yes. Okay. Well, who is Susan Jones? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't care about Mrs. Jones. I want to know who Susan is. Right. She can't identify herself. Yes. Okay. And she mm-hmm. says, well, I don't, I don't have any skills. What, do you pay the bills at the house? Okay. Yes, I did. Every month on time. We have some accounting skills. Okay. Did you buy furniture, rearrange the house? You have staging skills. Yeah. Did you help with the yard or did you have a gardener? Do you, yes. Okay. You have, you have everything it needs. You need to be successful in the real estate career except confidence. And so w- that's when they come to you for second win. And second yes. win, you, after divorce, is the key thing is just building confidence. Okay? Definitely, yeah. It just built to me. I mean, and if they're confident, they'll succeed because they'll be at every meeting. They'll be, we've had, them, uh, we've had ladies go and shadow people and then mm-hmm. start networking. Uh, Denise is going on a listing today with a lady. Okay, she says, my first listing, I need some help. And so that's what they're doing. And so uh, you go out and you do. And I'll tell you something that's even better. Denise and I used to list homes together, and we still do. Mm -hmm. We would go out to list a home, and let's just say it's a wife that's newly divorced and got the house and needs to sell the house and downsize. Yes. Okay? She's Mm -hmm. probably more comfortable talking to Denise than she is me. Yeah, true. All right. I didn't take that personal. I would go to measuring, I would take pictures, I would do those things, and her and Denise would have would visit. That's the way it is, okay? And as the situation came along, I had to earn trust. And as I earned trust, as, as the listing went along and we got offers, they would begin to talk to me and say, what do you think about this and what do you think about that? But I had to earn my way in because of their confidence and their general view. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it should be. But to reestablish them as a confident, vibrant, beautiful person is the first key element to being in real estate. And I don't, I don't care if they hadn't worked in 30 years. They've got something to offer. Right. Um, when somebody does go back, I find most people when they go through transition, this is either with if they have not been working outside of the home. So this would be with a death of a spouse. Mm-hmm. This would be through a divorce, mm-hmm. there is usually some rebuild, some confidence that mm-hmm. needs to be recreated in that person because she's lost herself. She doesn't know who she is anymore. She doesn't know her capabilities. She's not quite sure she has any talents. And that's unfortunate that that happens to so many, many, many women. That this, because we are the nurturers of the world, we tend to nurture and lose ourselves in that process. So, yeah, that's where coaching comes into big play is so that we can help those people reconnect with who they are and they can really find their purpose again with life. So um, 
in the process, when somebody goes into a career, is all of that training, do they have to join a company first and then get the training, or do they or do they get their own training? Well, what they would do is they would go to a place like Champion School of Real Estate Online. Yeah. Um, if they haven't been in the workforce for a long, long time, I would recommend that they go to TJC and take at least a couple of classes in person and learn to assimilate into the people that are going to be in the real estate business. Take, yeah. most, take most of them online, online. They'll go quicker. But take uh, three or four of them at TJC or someplace. Take a classroom setting where you've got to sit there. You've got to interact. You've got to do that. Don't just hole up in a building someplace and take them online and yeah. then think you're going to go out. Now, what that what happens there is you'll go to the Texas Real Estate Commission, and they'll tell you how many classes you got to have, or you can go to uh-huh. Champions, and they'll tell you, um, Champion School of Real Estate Online. And what happens there is is you they teach you how to pass the test. But when you're done, you're, you're basically you're a real estate salesperson. You have to be sponsored by a broker in order to sell. Yeah. And uh, when the, the broker sponsors you, he's responsible for your training, and he's responsible for your well-being, and he's responsible for all your actions. Sadly, we have very few that do that. Okay, they usually yeah. just say, "Thank you, go join the board, so you can get you know MLS and lockbox access, multi-listing yeah. service, uh, and go sell something." Well, mm-hmm. what we try to do, especially if we get a new agent, there's two things we try to do. A, I either try to give them a really easy deal, or B. Uh, if we're lucky, also either really easy or really hard. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is really easy builds confidence. Mm-hmm. Really really hard builds confidence because then you say, you're not going to get much worse than this ever. So, by gosh, you made it through this and you got paid. Congratulations, right. you're in real estate. It's yeah. the ones in the middle that kind of fool people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But, right. but what we try to do is get them a lease, get them something that puts a couple of dollars in their pocket. Right. That way they build confidence. And then when, yeah. it's o- when it's over, you sit down and go, you know what? You didn't need me there. <laughs> you know, we, you didn't need me there. We went out and we yeah. did this, you know, yeah. and, uh, and it works quite well. Oh, well, that's, those are important steps that you just share with somebody that's out there thinking, well, maybe, maybe this would be possible. Maybe yeah. I could do this. It's something um, that it's a, it's a, it's a female dominated world. The average yeah. age of a real estate agent in America today is 54. Cool. All right, we're going to take a break here. Uh, We will be back with the very knowledgeable Terry Miller in the real estate business. So I want you to stay tuned. You have real real estate in your area, so don't think of it just in Texas and the possibilities. But Terry is a valuable asset, as you will find in your community as well. So come back. Stay with us. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website 
LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central, on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraiseamillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back, my friends. We are listening to a fabulous show today with Terry Miller of Miller Home Realty. And he works that job with his wife, Denise. I And he has just told us the most fantastic information saying, ladies, the average age of a realtor is 54. You can make money, and it's an open door waiting for you to walk through it. So I like all of those for many of my listeners that are making job changes, life changes, that this is a real possibility of a way to make good money in your own communities without having to relocate to uh, big cities. Now, Terry, you've lived in big cities, haven't you? Have you done real estate in big cities? Yes, ma'am. I was uh, the number one agent in Houston for two years. Well, that's a hot box down there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and there's some great things that go along with living in big cities, but uh, the, uh, and and there's uh, Tyler in East Texas, Tyler's kind of a medium-sized city for me, and, you know, it's really, it's a medium to medium small, and and you deal with, everybody kind of knows your business and stuff like that, but you also deal with the fact that you can network better, okay? Big yes. cities, your networking possibilities, while being greater, you're you're constantly meeting new people, new people, new people, and that's great. It builds your database, and you have the potential to exponentially grow your business, okay? Yeah. What happens, though, in those cities is the pace and the style of life, okay, right. becomes so hectic that you hit overload in a hurry. And we had 500 listings, and we're doing transactions like you wouldn't believe. And we looked up, and uh, Joyce, you and I know this, uh, it, it, when you look up and you're making money, but you don't have time to enjoy it, something, yeah. something's wrong. 
Right. <laughs> I think you're out of balance. Yeah, you're, you're out of balance. You have to lead that counterbalanced life. You have to yeah. be able to have fun and do all these things. And so what, what happened was is uh, we made the decision. We came to Tyler, and after four years with the big company up here, we made the decision that I no longer wanted to be with the big company. I brought that stress level with me. And so right. we decided to go smaller and more local because I, I believe money earned in your community should be spent in your community. Unless, right. of course, you're going to Hawaii or Bali or, you know what I'm saying. But you right. ought to do your best to support. And I and I, I eat at franchises and I shop at Walmart and I do all that. But I do my best to support local businesses when I can. Right. Well, now, Terry, we're talking about balance, but the really important thing that I want to stress to my listeners is that you have also started balancing your happiness in your professional life. And so you have been exploring from the year and a half. You've been in the radio business a year and a half. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. And then all of a sudden you exploded and you went into uh, emceeing music programs out of at a local winery here called Keeper Salls and you've been a you're moving into a TV host. You're just doing so many changes in your life. What's the best part? Change is good. <laughs> well, and, and here's the situation. As we get older, it's tough for us to embrace change. We become creatures of habit, and I still am. I mean, I have a routine that I go through every morning and things like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the kids are out of the house. They're self-sustaining. Um, I had been married 29 years. I remarried six years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I remarried, uh, I got a piece of advice from the lady I married. One of the reasons I married her, I, I mean, I love her, but she said, you have a right to be happy, but more importantly, you have an obligation to yourself to be happy. Yeah. And I looked at her, and that was the most profound thing I'd heard in a long time. Mm. And and so I, uh, if the door opens, I walk through it. Yeah. And yeah. and you know what? If it gets on the other side, I mean, I want to try it. I want to, and I, you know, and, and the thing is, and, and your listeners don't know this, but I mean, I'm five ten and I'm about seventy pounds overweight. Uh, I just go at everything, I go at a hundred miles an hour, give it everything I've got. I absolutely enjoyed it. I'm at the point in my life where if it ain't fun, I don't do it. Right. And yeah. uh, and so we, I was invited. Uh, by Bob Malden, who does Expedition Texas, his company, he said, we want to do, there's, uh, we've seen Duck Dynasty and we've seen this. Well, there's no real estate show that equates to like Duck Dynasty. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're, 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 we did one. I mean, we're in the process of filming and yes. uh, so uh, blowing up houses and doing all kinds of great <laughs> things. And uh, we're having a good time doing it, but we will show Texas is very unique. I mean, we have some multi-million dollar homes that were built by guys that made rich in the oil business that still have the taste of when they were poor. So yeah. it's, interest, it's interesting to look at a $5 million house that a guy who his 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 sole goal in life two years before was to get a new engine for his bass boat. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you right. know? And so we have some very, very uh, great challenges there. And then I was contacted by some folks in France to do a country music, MC a country music show for France. And Was uh, that because of all your experience out emceeing at the uh, yes, ma'am, uh, out at, Keeper Solid? Out at, out at Bushman's and Keeper Solid. Yes, yeah. Um, right. my, I, have, I have a new agent, uh, Amy yeah. Fisher, Jaguar Artist Management. She, she 
pitched this idea to a guy, and he asked about it. She sent over some tape, and the next thing you know, uh, we went past conceptual to full-blown, now we're ready for production. And so that'll air in France. And, <laughs> I, and, I, don't, and I don't speak French. And so yeah. he said they don't want to hear French. So <laughs> it's But they love country music, and they love those kind of things. But the, the key is uh, uh, there's two kinds of fear. There's the genuine kind of fear that you're you're afraid you're going to get injured, you're afraid you may be killed, you're afraid. And then there's the kind of fear that's right. unwarranted. There's right. a f- that's, there's a fear that's really excitement. Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh, my wife said one time, I mean, we're, I'm speaking, and and Denise came up to me and she said, you don't you're not nervous at all. I said, are you kidding? <laughs> I said, she said, I said, are you kidding me? It's the time of my life. If I'm nervous, I'll forget what I'm doing. I'll miss it. I don't want to be nervous. I want to be excited. So I, I don't fear the new and the unknown. Now, there was a time in my life when I did choice. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I can tell ladies who are coming into the workforce. Your life is changing. Okay? You've lost a spouse either through death or divorce. Right. All right? Mm-hmm. You've got to change one thing. There's no better time than to change it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Embrace it. And right. if, you, if you embrace it, you change on your terms. Mm-hmm. If you if you sit back you and let it happen to you, then you're always on the defensive. Be aggressive. Get out there and change. Yeah, I say that if you stay in your comfort zone your entire life, you will not live, but will no. exist. But you are exactly so. correct. And I've gotten you out of your comfort zone a little bitty at a time. At a time. <laughs> you but have. I, but and, and you're coaching my wife. We're going to Hawaii for a wedding. Uh-huh. Uh, my daughter's getting married. She's 31. And I was like, well, let's go parasailing. Nope. Let's go do this. Nope. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, 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 you got to try some of that. I mean, right. uh, you, you've got you've got to get your heart pumping. You've got to you've got to embrace things that are different. I don't care. All right. I mean, the fact of the matter at 53, I'm not going to play in the NBA. I'm not going to play mm-hmm. in the NFL and I'm not going to play Major League Baseball. OK, mm-hmm. uh, right. I can still go down a zip line. I can still go with a camera out in the woods and take pictures. I can still go with my wife and shoot guns. I can speak. Right. I can MC. I can do things that get my adrenaline pumping. And there's nothing better than being on stage with some of today's country music stars and introducing them and watching the fans just go nuts over them because you're going, man, this is amazing what they're doing. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't have their talent. Okay. Right. But, but by the same token, they'll come but up. But you, you have and, your own talent. Right. They'll come up to you and yeah. go, "Man, thank you for the introduction. I really appreciate it." Yeah. And so, yeah, you have your, you know, you, you. I believe in it. I came to it late in life. I have a craving for knowledge right now, and I believe that I have to extract every ounce of talent that God gave me while I still have time left on this earth. Oh, indeed. I so applaud that. So applaud it. You know, I it happened to me very early where I had a situation where my husband went off on an adventure and uh, went with another friend, and the wife of the other friend took their, oh, I think our children, our babies were like nine months old, to another country. And I was so cautious. I just thought of all the things that could happen that wouldn't be, that would be, dangerous to my baby so I chose to stay at home and I want you to know that I listened for a good two years of all the fabulous things that happened all the fun times they had and I made a decision then that I would not do that again and that is cut myself out of fun life you know the excitement of being present 
yeah. today, where I am. Life you know, happens. Take that baby and go. They have yeah. doctors in Greece. I Absolutely. Think it was Greece. <laughs> you know what? Life happens, and yeah. you can either make it happen or it can happen to you. What's your choice? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, <know>? <laughs> you just <laughs> reminded me. I'm going to have to share with my listeners sometime my first zipline experience. Oh, but that's fun. <laughs> we were trying to convince Denise that that's really what she needed to try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. Denise it's so much fun. My lovely wife, she can't step on the third step of the ladder going up in the attic. Oh, and, dear. Uh, and she's scared yeah. of heights. And I will hang off the side of a building. <laughs> and and she will scream bloody murder that I'm going to kill myself and I'm going if you'll be quiet I won't you know so but it's uh, but you know it, it, fears and phobias are just that uh, some are well founded okay yeah so, and and some are not and and the deal is you have to challenge yourself I think one of the reasons that we have so much dementia we have so much depression we have all of these things in our society today is people right. quit challenging themselves mentally and physically right yeah well in a couple of weeks we're going to be celebrating Father's Day. And I know that you are a proud father of your two beautiful, now adult mm-hmm. uh, children. That seems adult children. That seems kind of strange to say that. But anyway, two adults. Uh, you'll be at a wonderful wedding in Hawaii. And I, my thoughts are going to be with you on that day. And I thank you so much for being part of this show today. We have shared some great ideas for our listeners. So, thank you, Terry. Joyce, thank you so much. Yeah. Looking forward to listening, to talking with you next week. Remember, you're in your second wind, and life is full of promise. Just reach out and grab it. Go toward what calls your heart. Because that's where you're going to shine, my friend. I want you to shine. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest.